Welcome to the Resilient Rainer, the premier podcast focused on mental performance for equestrians and improved horse show performance. Whether you're a rookie rainer or a seasoned competitor, this show is for riders who want to take their skills to the next level and achieve their full potential in the show ring. I'm Nicole Burnett, and I'm a master mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you achieve all those horse dreams you always thought were impossible. Join me each week to develop a show-ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. Welcome back to the Resilient Rainer podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Burnett, and I am thrilled to welcome you back to another episode. I'm really inspired to talk about what we're talking about today. I was inspired by an inspirational post I saw from Tyson Durfee, who is a roper, really amazing at what he does. And he had shared this thing on Instagram and it was like, if you want 2024 to be amazing, you've got to set a goal so big it scares you. I've heard this over and over. And it was so funny to me because, you know, like, yeah, okay, I don't disagree. You know, you want to push yourself, stress yourself, right? If you really want to grow and get better. And it's paired with like video of him going hard in the gym, working out real strong. And it was so funny because in that moment, I had such a strong internal reaction to that. I was like, oh, I've got to talk about this. We've got to talk about what does it mean to go hard? What does it mean to set a big, scary goal? What does it mean to push yourself? So you're going to get a lot of raw thoughts today. I have not sat down and written this out into a script or outline. This is just a lot of like thoughts that I really just want to share. And maybe by the end, we're going to all embrace mediocrity or you know, I'm going to become the one minute queen. None of that probably made sense. So let me back up. Like I said, I saw this thing where he's going hard in the gym and encouraging you to set a big goal, push yourself. woohoo! And internally, I was like, gosh, hmm. I was thinking to myself, you know, just had a lot of stuff been going on in my own life. Pretty much nonstop this year, actually, this year has been atypical for me with just the amount of stuff going on in my personal life. And I really had this thought about what if a really big audacious goal is literally just showing up every day? I had started to share this the other day on Instagram and I think my stories didn't work, so I need to redo it. But I'm going to share this idea. And so again, I apologize if this is a little bit more messy of a podcast episode than I usually do. And The idea is that I know as a mental performance coach that you've got to break things down into tiny actionable steps. You've got to take your ephemeral big ideas. I want to be a better writer. I want to teach my horse lead changes. I want to win at horse shows. I want to do this stuff. You have to go from your big goals and you have to turn that into habits. You have to turn that into small daily action steps, because that's how you get where you want to go. You do not get there by just thinking about it. It doesn't work. I wish it did. (laughs) But you can't just be like, oh, I'd like to be a better writer and then go back to doing nothing, right? You have to pair it with action. And life happens. 
sometimes my kids are crazy and sometimes it's really cold or sometimes like this last week I had to take the truck in and needed a new radiator. It's not a big deal. But stuff happens, right? Things pop up on your schedule. And sometimes it can be difficult to do the things that we want to do, that we need to do, that you know you need to do, right? It can even be literally things that you want to do. But sometimes you're just really tired. Like, for example, this could literally be going out to work my horse. This could be exercising. And we can have this all or nothing thinking where we think, well, if I can't do two hours in the gym because, gosh, I need to get in there, I need to walk to like warm up my muscles, and then I should probably do some lifting and I should probably do some cardio. Oh, I definitely need to do a good stretch and cool down. Hmm. And we're at like, you know, 90 minutes, two hours. We have this full routine and I don't have time for that today. So, instead of doing something, I'm going to do nothing. And you can be laughing, dear listener, but don't tell me I'm not the only one who's ever done this. Like when I tell you, I understand the weird ways our brains can be trick us and do not nice things to us. Oh, I deeply understand. Okay. My brain can be like, let's grab the popcorn and watch some Netflix because instead of being like, you know what, I could do a 10 minute walk. I could absolutely do that. And so our brains are just not very helpful sometimes. Sometimes they really sabotage us and don't help us. So for me, exercise is a big one. I know what a massive, massive difference it makes in my own life and my mental state and just how I'm able to handle the ups and downs of life. And I can see a huge difference in how I handle my kids and how I handle my horses, right? I can go out and be calm and centered and the horse person I want to be when I meditate. It really makes a huge difference. Sometimes I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm really stressed out today. I really could probably use a good little meditation, but I don't have time for two hours. I have an appointment in like half an hour and I still have to go brush my teeth. So instead of be like, well, I can't meditate for two hours, I better not meditate at all. And I know that you can already see how messed up this is. I know you can already see that this is not the ideal behavior, right? This is not great. But I'm using myself as an honest example of I can even catch myself doing these things. So one of the things that I like to do is break it down into the tiniest, tiniest possible things. For example, if I need to brush my teeth, I will tell myself, Nicole, you don't have to brush all your teeth. You do not have to floss all your teeth? Absolutely not. Who are we, dentists? Ew. No. You only have to go and brush one tooth. And if you want to, you have full permission to stop after brushing one tooth. And then I'll kind of be like, well, okay, Nicole. If you say I only have to brush one tooth, I'll try. I'll brush one tooth. And then before you know it, I, I brush for the full two minutes because... Once you get going, you're like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Or when it comes to meditation, I can meditate for one minute. I absolutely swear up and down and encourage all my clients to do this. And as my dearest listeners, meditate for one minute. Literally just breathe with awareness for one minute. If you've seen any of my stuff, I talk about box breathing. You do four rounds of box breathing. That's one minute. 
That's it. You don't, you don't even have to do that. You can literally just breathe with awareness for one minute. And you, there's no way you do not breathe with full awareness for one minute and do not come away feeling a little bit changed for the better. All right. So I just pick one minute, one minute when it comes to working my horses. You might think, what could I possibly get done in one minute that is worthwhile? But for me personally, that's usually something like I'm going to grab their halter and we are going to have a moment of connection. You know what I'm talking about. It's when your horse and you get that feel. They soften to you, they yield to you, and you ask them to put their head down. You ask them to yield to the side. And it's about being really, really soft and really, really attuned. I can do that in a minute. I don't need anything special. I can do that in my pajamas. And so breaking it down into something that I can do in one minute is incredible for me. Like you call me the one minute queen because I am all about one minute. And it's so funny. I was talking to my husband one day about this, how like I tell myself, I can do it for one minute, just one minute. He's like, well, what if you did it for less? Because aren't tiny habits supposed to be something you can do in 10 seconds? And I was like, well, 10 or 30, that sounds like a bigger number than one, which is again, one of those weird things of like, you have to just work with your brain. If your brain is like, oh, 10 seconds, that sounds like the right number for me. Roll with it. It's great. Roll with it. And if you're like, I don't know, one minute somehow sounds less, it's fine. It's fine. You just roll with it. So I like to tell myself that I can do things for one minute because I can do things for one minute. And this is transformational. So I really encourage you, if there's anything that you're struggling to do, get yourself, can you do it for one minute? You do not have to keep going and you can stop after one minute, but just do it, do it for one minute, just one minute. And this is so powerful, guys, because to circle back around, like I said, I'm just getting a lot of thoughts out today. So a lot more stream of consciousness. When I saw that post about setting a big goal, I know that for me, I can absolutely feel like, well, if I'm not going to crush it in the gym today, maybe I have sick kids. Maybe I have a bunch of meetings. Maybe I'm at a horse show and there is no gym. Gosh, you know, maybe you just don't feel well because we get sick too. And you're like, well, I can't do that. So I'm not going to meet my standard. I've got to say all of this is absolutely tied in with perfectionism and all or nothing thinking. But if I can't do that, what's the point? And then you do nothing and it's two months later. This is why it's so powerful to give yourself a goal and like a stepping stone that is so tiny that you can hit it. For me, I came up with the one minute thing. So like I said, just call me the one minute queen because, you know, people will be like, I have the biggest goals. I have the tiniest goals. And I really do have some very, very big goals as well. But in order to hit my big goals, I focus on these one minute things because I really firmly believe that what makes or breaks us this is day in, day out habits, right? It's not about, oh, I'm crushing it every single day, you know, in the saddle, right? We're training hard every single day because one, physically our horses and ourselves need rest. You can't do that. It just doesn't work like that. You have to schedule in, like, I'm going to go back to the gym example. 
We don't train just arms every day or just legs, right? We switch off and some days we train legs, some days we train arms. And same thing with our horses, right? It doesn't go well if you just pound on the same maneuvers every single day. Some days you're just long trotting for conditioning. Some days you're focused on spins. Some days we're focused on our circle. The reality is we're not going to crush it every single day. It doesn't mean that we don't want to do amazing. But if you've ever been to a horse show, for example, especially with big events, it's a whole thing with how you plan your training and your regimen and all of this so that you peak at the appropriate time, right? We want to peak at the competition. We don't want to peak two weeks before. We don't want to peak the week after. And it's a totally like, it's a thing. You want to time it just right because the reality is that we don't stay at this level 100%, right? You do all of the work and then you get up to that highest level and then you kind of come back a little bit. And that's totally normal. That is great. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. And I don't know if this is quite the way to phrase it, but maybe the shadow side or the kind of the uncomfortable pairing with it, it means that we spend a lot of days just in average and that we're really like what makes or breaks it, whether you meet your goals or not, are those days when you show up and you're like, yeah, I rode today. Thumbs up. (laughs) Right? And it wasn't like maybe anything super special. But you did it. And you showed up. And if you can get 1% better every ride, oh my gosh, it's incredible. It really is. It changes everything if you can make actual steady improvement, steady progress. And this is why it's so key to do things like I'm in a ride for one minute or, you know, we're leaving for Thanksgiving dinner. I don't have time to do whatever, but I can go out and have a moment of connection for one minute. And I know at least with my horses, that actually makes a big difference because the more connected we are, the more that they respect me and we have a relationship and they understand how things work. When it's time to get to work, like get to work is in a serious way, right? They're ready because it's not coming out of left field at them. And it makes a huge difference. It gets you over that hurdle of perfectionism or all or nothing. It gets you out there, gets you in the arena, gets you in the saddle. And you're going to get out there you're going to start doing things. It makes such a big deal if you can get out there and just make steady, consistent progress. Like I'm going to beat the drum of boringness, just showing up, doing the work, doing the grind. It's not pretty. Nobody makes an Instagram reel of, you know, how they spent, I don't know, their whole ride working on spins and their horse was just a little bit sucked back and they're a little bit off balance. And it kind of was, a little bit crap, but by the end, they figured out a subtle change and it, it was 1% better. Nobody posts that, but that's really where progress is made is because you're learning how to manage your emotions. Your horse is learning how to manage their emotions. They're figuring out what are you asking. You're figuring out how to ask it. You're figuring out how to do the spin. It's all of this stuff. That's where the progress is made. It's that day in, day out showing up putting in the work. And the other thing is that if you can get yourself to show up for one minute, 
Well, once you're there, it's pretty easy to keep going, right? I mean, you're having a good time. I mean, if you're anything like me, I love riding horses. I could do this like all day, all night. It's my favorite thing in the world. But sometimes it's my favorite thing in the world. And believe it or not, sometimes you wake up and you've got cramps. You don't feel good. The house is a mess and your kids are being children. Things are just whatever. And it can be hard. But if you give yourself that one minute, you're like, I just got to get out the door because showing up is often the hardest part. It really is. I think in many ways, showing up is so much harder than doing the work. So I don't know. Do you agree? Disagree? Do you think showing up is the hardest part? I really think in many ways, showing up is absolutely the hardest part of any of this. More than figuring out the fine tuning of you know, do your boots fit? Are the shoes right on your horse? Do you need to adjust your saddle? Do you need to adjust your training techniques? Just showing up. And so if you get yourself over that hump by telling yourself it's one minute, then you've shown up. Then you're going to make progress. <laughs> then you're going to do the work. You're going to be like, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I can do a full ride. This is great. No, I don't want to go inside yet. I'm having fun. That's so powerful, right? Then you start having positive reinforcement because you're making progress and you get even more excited to go out and you're like, oh, things are going so well. I don't want to break this streak. I'm going to keep going. It really shifts your frame of mind because maybe you have an hour, maybe you have two hours, maybe you have 30 minutes and it gets you over that hump of, I have a vision in my mind of what perfect looks like. And if I can't hit that, I'm not going to do anything. It gets you over that and it gets you out the door and it gets you in the saddle. And that, like I said, that can be for riding your horse. That can be for going to the gym, for meditating, for brushing your teeth. You can borrow that because sometimes if you just need to brush one tooth and get back in bed, that's okay. Absolutely okay. But most of the time, if you tell yourself it's just one tooth, you're going to brush all of them and, and then you'll feel better. <laughs> so the one minute, just call me the one minute queen because it'll change your life. If you can just start doing, just doing things for one minute hard things for one minute. And the other thing is that seeing that post, it really made me think that sometimes I think that we misconstrue what a big goal is, where we think a big goal, it only really counts if it's something like, I'm going to go win the BFA. I'm going to make it to the NFR. I'm going to win the fraternity. Like it has to be really big, right? And when we do that, we sell ourselves short and we miss the fact that it is absolutely a very big goal to show up and put in the work. And so if you said, I'm going to do one minute of exercise every day for the next year, or I'm going to ride my horse for one minute every day, that is transformational. And that is absolutely a massive, massive goal. It's a huge deal. I did, this is a year or two ago, I just wanted to give myself a challenge. So I did a 300-day challenge and I just came up with it. And I was like, I'm going to ride 300 days this year. At the margin, it absolutely pushed me to ride more, to do more. And it was amazing. But at the end, like I was tracking it on a calendar and I'd mark off a day when I rode. And I was amazed that I really had to put in the effort. It seemed, it was almost every day of the week. like every single week of the year to ride 300 days. And I think that really opened my eyes to 
there's just big differences when you really show up every single day. That it's so easy to slip into a couple days a week. And I noticed that there was a time when I had my horse was having some lameness stuff. And so working with the farrier and doing this or that, like it was amazing. I noticed a massive difference in her training and in the progress we made when I would ride like three or four days a week or if I would ride just five days a week. It doesn't mean we're going super hard every single day, but just getting out there and riding five days a week versus three, huge difference. So I hope this has been very encouraging to you that one minute, anybody else want to join me on a one minute year? I still need to come up with a fun phrase for this because it's all just playing around in my brain. You know, the one minute, just showing up. Because the other thing is that I have a background in stats and distributions are a thing. We think that, oh, the distribution will be like a little bit of not so good, mostly amazing. And when we think of the distribution of rides, most of our rides are going to be average you know, at least for that horse, right? So some horses and riders are going to be, their average will be better or the quality would be better is what I'm trying to express. But just that most of your rides are going to be average and that's okay. You're going to have some rides that are really terrible and some rides that are really amazing. But just not to be overly upset about that and just basically use that to recognize the power of just showing up. Recognize the power of having an everyday ride where you showed up, your horse showed up. Oh my gosh, they're not lame. You're actually in the saddle. Hallelujah. You're doing this thing and just do it. And that there's so much value and power in just doing it, doing it imperfectly, doing it slowly, doing it in a messy way, but just doing it. Because when you show up and you say, I'm going to do this for one minute, but I'm going to do it one minute every day, then you're showing up and you're making that progress. You're making the investment and the getting 1% better every single day. And holy cow, that compounds in an amazing, amazing way. So if this resonated with you, send me a message. So thank you so much for showing up. Thank you for investing your time with me and to work on your mindset to level up your riding. I hope this was very encouraging for you to get out there and ride your horse. And I don't even mean go spend three hours out there. I mean, if you want to, I will never stop you from spending time with your horse. But let this be your motivation to go spend one minute. One minute. And think about what are one minute goals that you can set in your own life. So for me, that might be things like, Okay, maybe I don't sweep the whole floor, but I can sweep for one minute. Yeah, I can sweep the floor for one minute. Okay, okay. Brush one tooth. I'm I'm brush one tooth. These are things that I do in my own life, real things, okay? I'm going to exercise for one minute, all right? Because then I thought about this because I was like, what can I do even when I'm not feeling good? Like, let's say I get sick and I want to keep going. What could I do? And I said, one minute, I could even just hold my arms in the air for one minute. Because if you've ever had to hold your arms up, they get kind of tired, right? So you could do squats for a minute. I'm going to exercise for one minute. I'm going to go work my horse for one minute. And it's so transformative when you start valuing all of your small efforts. You start seeing that your small efforts are the big efforts. 
all right, and that they do matter. So this is relatable. If this is encouraging, scroll on down, give this a thumbs up, rate it five stars, leave a comment about how this resonated with you. And I would love to hear how, what sort of one minute habits you're going to implement in your own life. And thank you so much. Also, I have been, should have opened with this too, but I have been so touched by some of the messages that I'm getting from listeners sharing how this podcast has been encouraging to you and has really helped you in your own writing. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for taking the time to send me that message that just means so much to me. And I really, truly, from my heart, say thank you. So thank you. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week.